It is the season four premiere of the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, Your Chicago Scene Salvation, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago music and culture community. My name is Jaime Black. I host this podcast every week at chicagoverseunited.com. This week, I'm on the phone with Lance Curran from Threadless and Skinny Core in advance of Threadless's 10th anniversary celebration happening this Saturday, October 9th with Dan Deacon Ensemble, Bob Nana, Mark Rose, Chris Holmes, and James Kerr in the Volcano Room of the Bottom Lounge. Lance, how's it Going. Doing great, man. How you doing? I'm very well. You guys have all sorts of awesome things going on, and I want to talk all about those. The awesome anniversary event happening this weekend at Bottom Lounge. But um, before we get to that, I wanted to kind of get some background of you and your start with Threadless and Skinny Core, and kind of the story of how you got involved with this whole thing. Well, um, actually, I got involved as a temporary help for a holiday sale almost five years ago, and I just kind of came in and uh, I heard about the company, and I kind of dropped everything I was doing. I was working for empty shows at a time, going to Columbia, doing a bunch of odd jobs, working for Thick Records. And I just kind of dropped everything I was doing to uh, take a chance with this company, and, uh, and it, it paid off. It was fun I've ever had in the last five years, just working hard. <laughs> yeah, I know that Threadless has been around 10 years. You, It sounds like you've been at the company five years. How different is it even from five years ago from how it is now? It's just grown a lot. I would say the attitude hasn't changed much. It's just a lot busier. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, when I was first starting with the company, the company was growing by by 200% a year. And uh, the last few years, they've grown by 30%. But when you're growing at 200% per year, at, you know, sticking over a million shares a year, that's a lot of growth. So we, we, we had to figure out really, really fast how to handle demand for our, our product. And so, um, you know, that I would only say we've only just gotten busier. And uh, we're just involved, just kind of moving for the third time that I've been with the company to a new location on Madison. And uh, we just finished that last weekend. We got to make a new home. But that's, that's the only really change, I would say, with the company. It's just finding ways I mean, that's that's a great problem to have, though. If if your biggest problem is that you've got to deal with constantly growing and expanding and moving to accommodate more growth and more success, I mean, that's got to feel great. Yeah, it does. It feels very good. I mean, the only other issue we have is we just get so many design submissions. Is trying to figure out what, how to handle. Like, um, we want to print more designs, so just trying to find more ways to get more designs out there and more ways to get artists printed. Right now, we currently only do about six new designs a week. We get about 800 submissions a week. So um, we're really backlogged in the amount of submissions we have that we want to print. We've been looking for more ways. We've started partnerships with like Dell and uh, Griffin to do iPhone cases and stuff like that. And uh, we just recently partnered with a company called Society Six that does more on-demand type printing. Is another way to get more artists of ours printed. I know you guys get flooded, and that is a huge amount of you know submissions. If you're getting like 800 a week, what was yeah. like one of the last great uh, T-shirt submissions that you saw, or maybe like one of your favorites during your time with Threadless? Oh man, uh, I've had tons of great ones. I mean, ones we've actually printed or ones that just were submitted. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll say right now I'm really excited about a submission. I'm a really big fan of Adventure Time on the Cartoon Network. And uh, Pendleton Ward, the guy that started Adventure Time, uh, just submitted a design. So I'm, I'm super excited about that one. I'm hoping it'll uh, get printed. And we get like a surprising amount of amazing submissions that we don't even get to print. So uh, in my taste, is, you know, it can be a lot different from what I would say the typical taste of a friendless environment. But that's part of the beauty of it is, you know, it's a very democratic process. So um, you never know what you're going to get. But um, I'm really pretty, I'm pretty happy with the things we do get printed. Do you guys get a lot of submissions? Because I know that it's not just fans of the company who submit, but I I wouldn't be surprised to hear that, like, celebrities or musicians who are kind of established, have you ever had some, like, bigger names send in their designs as well, and do those kind of get pushed to the front? 
they don't get pushed to the front. I mean, a lot of times we don't even know about it afterwards. I can't. I'm trying to think of a few. Um, I know we've had. You know, sometimes we'll find out later that oh, this is this person. We didn't didn't realize like Hamilton Ward when he submitted his design. There's a lot of people who are fans of Interstellar work, and his uh, original design got rejected. <laughs> <laughs> and then we found out who it was, and we put it back in the run. If we just me the designs, it's sometimes things get rejected and have to be resubmitted later. So we put this one back up. So I guess he did get a little bit of a, a little bit more of a, a, a relook because of who he was. But um, at the same time, you know, we found we had a whole lot of what I could I would consider celebrity. You know, we had um, I'm trying to think of a Star Trek guy. He designs quite a bit. Um, <laughs> Will Wheaton. He just designs. He was. I don't think he was ever printed. Was he? Was he on a uh, Next Generation? Yes. Was he the kid? Yeah, and now he does like he does a lot with Woot dot com now, but he's just maybe a big fan of us. We get a lot of fans, like you know Zach Braff was a huge fan of ours and took like the owner to a scrub start filming. So we get a lot of celebrity fans. We have a lot of people just drop by, like people from like Glee, and we have a lot of people just like stop by the headquarters to come check it out because they're big fans of ours. Um, but not a lot of celebrities I think that's submit. You know, that's another thing I wanted to ask you about is that you know I was doing this research on Threadless, and it's even something I heard before I really started prepping for this interview, but just reading articles about it and kind of word of mouth, Threadless itself sounds like a really cool place to work. I mean, it sounds like kind of a clubhouse. Is that the reality when you go into work? Yeah, I mean, it's, it is. It's, it's like a home away from home, and everyone who works there is very passionate about the company. They want to be involved from the, from the, the smallest job there, from like the you know, person packing orders all the way up to the CEO of the company. Everyone's very passionate about the company, and everyone has a voice in the company. So, you know, anyone, you have lots of time for people to submit their ideas. Anyone can submit an idea and get partnered up to work on new ideas for the company new projects. So it makes everyone really passionate want to be part of the company. And just to give us so many opportunities to do things and have fun, it's amazing how much work we actually get done. <laughs> a lot of playtime is spent on non-work hours or time that work actually gives us time to play. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've got like arcade games and like trampolines and all that kind of stuff there, right? Yeah, we got all kinds of things. We just moved out of our old place. We're building new ones. So like right now, we're going to going for our skate ramp, you know? <laughs> like where's the new skate ramp going to be at? Again, before. good problems to have. <laughs> So it's like, where's the new skate ramp? And we're actually wanting to put it behind where we're going to put a, a new stage. We're actually going to have, we've been having DJs come in during sales, a DJ for our, our warehouse staff, keep them pumped, but they're knocking out all these incoming orders coming in so fast. And uh, so I want to start booking live bands too. So we're building this little stage where we're going to have a skate ramp behind us. So we can have people skating while the bands are playing. I mean, okay. yeah, it sounds like <laughs> a total party, man. I mean, uh, that's another thing I wanted to check in with you about. It's like you mentioned your your past with um, Thick Records, who were based out of Chicago, a lot of great bands on that label. And I know you guys have had band, uh, DJ acts like Darkwave Disco and some others come in and DJ in the warehouse. Uh, how would you describe Threadless's connection to the local music scene? Well, the local music scene, I mean, we're, you know, we got people like Bob Nana, who was in Brave, and Haber Stadies, who's like our head of marketing. And almost everybody at Threadless, including myself, have been in bands, you know, worked in bands. We have Dustin Courier, Tristan Hammond from the Felix Cole, who worked there, Eddie Gobo from The Muzzler, people from all kinds of bands come and go from our company. And we're all, music is a big part of our company. We have music blaring all the time at our company and have people come in. So our whole work is kind of like motivated by music. And we really want to be supportive of the local scene. So we try to get as much local people involved in what we're doing. And, you know, we, we you know, you know, trade off hookups, you know, t-shirts to play and exposure to our huge community. I think that's a great system, man. And I'm sure people are like thrilled to be able to play for Threadless t-shirts because they are really cool designs. <laughs> 
We also um, tried to like we put it up on the uh, use, a live view stream that we tweet out to our 1.6 link followers. We tried to get a pretty good audience on top of it, and it's fun for our uh, our community to interact with. Yeah, like, I well, mean that's one thing about our company. We have two million members worldwide, so we try to get them involved in everything we're doing as well. You know, even though they're so far away, so we do a lot of events online that we can try to get them involved with. And in the warehouse, like even we have a, a, a mixtape challenge for doing where we come up with themes every month where anyone can submit an 8-track mix, our warehouse listens to it and votes on it, and at the end of the month, we get a $50 mix to get you to the winner of the best mixtape. I mean, dude, it sounds like an awesome place to be, and it's definitely, I think, an inviting environment. And really, when you have that big of a fan base, when it's that broad, doing events online, doing Ustream, kind of getting it all out there as opposed to just doing things in one city, I think that's a tremendous strategy. Yeah, I mean, our whole strategy is really just to have fun. <laughs> you know, and uh, I mean, and we do have a lot of fun. We're hoping that through fun, it'll have people want to come to our, our site and have fun as well. Some of the fun designs that will get printed. And it's just all about having fun. It was never about making money or being a business. It's all about just having a good time. It's just that that seemed to work as a business strategy, having fun. <laughs> It's not a bad plan. Now, speaking of live music and, and going out and having fun, this Saturday, Threadless doing a 10-year anniversary event uh, in the Volcano Room of the Bottom Lounge. Uh, you got Dan Deacon Ensemble, Bob Nana, Mark Rose, Chris Holmes, former Chicagoan, uh, James Kerr. How did this lineup come together? Is that something you put together, someone else in the company? A lot of it was through our event planner, uh, Dustin Hinderlong. He's actually got the place. Um, me and Deacon was more of my idea as far as like, we were looking for someone who could, uh, kind of, for the volcano room, we were thinking live band. We didn't know who would be who would be good at the live band. And we were thinking DJs. I thought Dan Deacon is such a great you know, an interactive person for crowds that he'd be great to have. So we, we went, you know, we looked, looked for him, got him involved, and uh, the rest of the bands were really put together by Bob, Nana, and uh, he's been working on this because also, we're also doing a tour right now. So we're taking Threadless on tour, and he's actually playing dates along the tour with Mark Rose as well and some of these other guests. Good deal. And what can people expect actually being at the party? Like, you know, I know live bands and DJs, but are you guys going to be just, like, shooting T-shirts into the crowd from, like, a T-shirt cannon or... There's a lot of giveaways, and, you know, uh, this is playing with Threadless parties. You never know what to expect. I mean, I've heard rumors of some of the biggest pranks ever pulled. We're, we're, big, uh, we're big on pranks at our company, <laughs> on each other and on other people. So I've heard of some uh, some legendary pranks that are being planned for this event, and then there'll, there'll be some interesting fun things. We're also celebrating the release of our first book, so um, that's coming out officially 10, 10, 10. So um, that'll be part of the giveaways and stuff like that. But we're just mostly wanting to celebrate the fact that we've been a company at having fun for 10 years so they want to come I think that's a fantastic goal. When you're at these threadless events, when you're at parties and concerts and things, are you able to enjoy yourself or are you kind of like stuck in, you know, work planner mode where you've got to make sure everything is going correct? Oh, no, I'm, I'm really able to enjoy myself. <laughs> Good. Right now we're coming up on or celebrating the 10th anniversary of Threadless. What's in store for maybe like the next five or 10 years? Like where do you want to go from here? Where is the company looking? I mean, I think we're trying to you know, get back to who we are the company as far as being a very, very into our community. So we're really wanting to get more involved, more and more involved with our community that's just gotten so huge. A big part is that actually 50% now of our customers and our community is international. 
start wanting to push that international um, even further by getting more involved in uh, more of the uh, other countries like the UK, Italy, and France, and Germany, who are big countries for us. So I think we just want to really push that international channel as well, not just not just the United States. So I think it's growing more, but staying with what we're good at, and that's just allowing people to do the designs in our community, you know, do the, do the real work for us and choosing designs for us while we, uh, we help them get that done. I think that's a fantastic goal, man, and uh, really, I love what Threadless is doing. I think it's really cool to have it in our own backyard in Chicago, but really, it's so much larger than just being a local phenomenon, and like you said, it really is worldwide. So, you know, congratulations on all your success you and much. 10 years, man. That's awesome. Uh, well, the last five, the last five years have been like the quickest five years of my life. It's been, it's always good when, when you can say work has been the most fun that you've had in the last five years. So, yeah, man, I definitely know <laughs> what you mean. So, well, awesome, Lance. Thanks so much for calling in, man. And we will catch you this Saturday at Bottom Lounge. Thank you. Can we see you? This has been the season four premiere of the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, or Chicago Scene Salvation. Thanks to Lance Curran of Threadless and Skinny Core for being on the show this week. You can stream and download all past episodes of the Chicago vs. United podcast at chicagoversunited.com, including interviews of the folks behind Do 312, Beauty Bar, Darkroom Demons, Everyone is Famous, and many, many more. And be sure to follow us online at facebook.com slash dynastypodcast, twitter.com slash dynastypodcast, and dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Hyman Black, Dynasty Descent.